The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Little Chicago for you. Oh, singing everybody. <laughs> 496-0063, the number to call, 496-0063 for a pair of tickets to Chicago. you got to know, of course, why you're calling. Uh, in other words, uh, for the tickets to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, be able to, uh, oh, and oh. be excited to the prospect of winning oh. those, and be able to identify the song we just played. Back in grade 8, I think. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Joyce. Joyce? How you doing? Good, how are you? Good, what are you calling to win? Uh, Chicago tickets. Alrighty, very good. You excited about that? Yes. Excellent. Okay. Uh, what was the name of that tune, Joyce? You're the inspiration? No. No, I'm sorry, that's sorry. not right. Oh. That's not it. What a bummer. That's a darn shame. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Christine. Hey, Christine. What are you calling to win? Uh, Chicago tickets. Are you, are you excited about that, Christine? I am. Are you? Do you know what the song was uh, Jaylen just played? a hard habit to break? Yes, it is. Boom, you got it. Congratulations. (laughs) You are going to see Chicago. They're playing the Jubilee Auditorium on Wednesday, September 5th. It's a night with Chicago. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You bet. Hold the line. Bauer gets more information from you, okay? Okay, thank Thank you. Thank you. And we have one more pair of tickets to give away tomorrow. We'll be giving those away while I'm not here. So good luck, everybody. If I knew, I would blurt out the name of the song now as my parting gift to you. Hmm. Hmm. Did hey, you? Yes. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. Um, there was a... Uh, we talk about bad drivers plenty on this show. Yeah. Um, and, and a list came out today on, on the things that you are taking your eyes off the road for. Yeah. Um, and, and, and a lot of you admitting that, yeah, you do take your eyes off the road. Um, one in four have taken a phone call. Yeah, not surprising. Uh, 14% of you have tapped out a text message. Um, some of you trying to operate the pedals using different feet. So you're doing all that sort of stuff. But there was... There was a list. There yeah. was a list. It was a new survey. It was an American one. It found that 6% of Americans have engaged, by the way, in an act of sexy time behind the wheel, among many other things, although it didn't make the top 10 reasons people are distracted. But when you start hearing them on this list, you think, oh, oh yeah, because when you talk about distraction, you're, you're always thinking, aren't you, of just your phone, right? But these are equally distracting. In, in the survey, uh, more people admitted to these than did the phone. Handing something to someone in the past passenger seat, singing along to the radio at the top of your lungs. And do you remember I said to you... To me, that's not a distraction. Well, it is, though, because do you remember yesterday or the day before I said to you, I I came in and I laughed, and I said, I was driving to work, and the car ahead, I realize, is Carol. And she's on her way to get her hair done Mm -hmm. or something, right? And I thought, oh, there's Carol's car. So I pulled up alongside of her, and I waved, and she didn't see me, and I honked my horn, and she didn't see me. And then she stopped at a light. And I stopped at the turn lane, nobody behind me, and laid on my horn several times, and she never looked. And then She was ignoring you. She was singing to the radio. <laughs> and when I texted her and said, hey, I tried to get your attention for five minutes, and she said, oh, you know, LOL, I was, I was listening to the radio. But you need to be able to hear somebody's mm-hmm. horn. Well, you know, and w- horn, sirens. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and be aware of what's going on in the car beside you. And uh, third spot, throwing something in the back seat. Isn't that funny? Uh, passing something to someone in the back seat. And kids being the big culprit there.
And it didn't make the list, but... Eating fast food in fifth. Yes, it, it, it didn't make the list, but, you know, have you ever had, like, your cell phone slide out of your pocket or you drop your cigarette lighter or, you know, a, your mail key and you start digging around yeah. looking for it yeah. and, and it bugs you that mm-hmm. you, you can't you, you get, can't get your yeah. hands on it, right? Uh, of course, six and seven, answering and making a phone call, as you might expect. How about this one? And if you're honest, you've all done it. Struggling to take off your coat or sweater. Have you ever been driving and realized, you know, you'd be more comfortable without your jacket on and you go to take it off. So you're trying to do it one side at a time. Right. And then you suddenly find yourself. It's not as easy to do as it sounds. Well, yeah, you're sitting on the tail of your coat and that sort of stuff. I usually plan the jacket business before I get in and out of a Mm -hmm. car. Yeah, because I think I've been caught in the past with I that. remember one time changing my pants on my way to... Yeah, that's not a smart idea. Obviously not. I was young and stupid, but I was going curling, so I wanted to put on... And I was late, so I, like, you know, I zipped down the pants I had, grabbed the pants that I needed. Well, that's not easy to do at all. Like, your shoes come off and you're trying to, you know... Uh, put on or adjusted uh, your makeup in the 19th spot and in the 20th spot uh, doing some sexy time. Mm-hmm. Isn't some that something? Sort. Um, 26% of you believe that you've had a near miss with another motorist because of distracted driving, and 1 in 10 have actually had a collision because <laughs> of it. I'm sure that's true. And how about this little story that I found? Just a real quick one, but an odd one. It's a, also a study, and it asked men if there was a deal breaker with regard to women and vice versa when it came to being too smart or too good looking. And it's funny, the researchers found that women preferred guys who were in the 90th percentile of intelligence, Mm -hmm. but not in the 99th. They didn't want really intelligent men. Oh, you know what? I I think that um, some, some folks might think that really, really uber intelligent men could be boring. Well, they say the biggest reason is because they believe guys who were geniuses, and that's what you would be, were too high maintenance mm-hmm. and were... It's like Sheldon. Yes, exactly. Think of Sheldon. They aren't, they're not good in social situations, so you're constantly babysitting. Um, now, as far as whether or not there's something as too handsome, according to the survey, women are totally cool with dating somebody in the top 99 percentile there. They have no problem. But when you flip it to men looking the other way, men were okay with the 99 percentile for both. They could be really intelligent and they could be really good looking, mm-hmm. no problem. And that's a change. Do you remember there yeah. there was a time where I think men generally felt that they didn't want good looking was great, but they didn't want to have a woman that was smarter than them. I, I definitely married a woman that was smarter than mm-hmm. me. And it's great. It's you know, it's it's just so nice to have someone who Well it's nice to be able to have Good conversations and... Good debates and absolutely, yeah. Exactly. So that's, uh, yeah. So where men and uh, women differ, according to this survey, is uh, men or women just don't want really smart guys. Again, because I think I (laughs) might be perceived as, sorry, nerdy and boring. Yeah. Which and is, that, it might not be very true, but I think that that's the stereotype based on shows like The Big Bang Theory, all that sort of thing. It is funny, though. Right? I remember Ashley, not Maddie. I remember my daughter Ashley in high school complaining to me. She had moved to a new high school, and she said the only boys that were interested in her um, were the really nerdy, smart guys. And I was like, you know who else was a nerdy, smart guy? Uh, Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, it's 3.50 as we count down. Get ready for the countdown to kick off. Brought to you by Dinette and Patio Furniture as your Edmonton Eskimos taking on the Ticats tonight in Hamilton. Uh, pre-game show starts at 4, kickoff at 5.30. Your voice of your Edmonton Eskimos, Morley Scott, on the line right now. Hey, Morley. How you doing? Good. Good. How's, how's, Hamil- how, how's Hamilton today? Uh, it's very nice. It's uh, it's sunny. It's uh, clear. There's no smoke in the air. So yeah. uh, we're up on you guys. 27 <laughs> degrees here this afternoon. Oh, nice. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's very warm and humid, and it's uh, good night for football. Yeah, you know what? Interesting matchup tonight, uh, Morley. I think you'd agree because uh, Edmonton with the uh, better last five or six yeah. outings than Hamilton, um, but Hamilton, and it's a big but, is the one that dismantled mm-hmm. Edmonton in week two. That's a long time ago, though. Yeah. Both, both teams have changed a lot since then. I think the Eskimos have kind of grown into uh, a better team since that point. Uh, I think Hamilton probably has as well. But uh, it, it's kind of two similar teams to a certain extent. Both teams really complaining about the penalties they're taking. Both coaches upset about it. Uh, we know Jason Moss's angle uh, on penalties. June Jones yesterday called uh, the penalties that Hamilton's been taking as stupid. So, uh, you know, they're in, the, they're in the same boat. Both teams really have great receiving cores too and quarterbacks who love to throw it so I expect on a, on a nice clear night uh, we'll see how the wind is tonight because it's always a wind tunnel at this stadium but uh, for the most part I think we'll see a lot of footballs in the air we got four of the top five uh, pass catchers in the Canadian Football League playing in this game tonight two for the Eskimos uh, two for the Ticats then throw in uh, Kenny Stafford who is eighth in the league in, in receiving so chances are we're going to see a lot of passing yards today yeah no question uh, we're going to see the ball in the air a lot I, I think we're probably going to see a lot of points on the board too i mean 40 points uh, 38 points scored against us in week two i know that the teams have changed uh eskimos putting 40 points up mm-hmm. against montreal last week these are two teams that know how to score yeah, for sure. For sure. They had great offenses. I mean, uh, Jeremiah Masoli, uh, since he spent a year in Edmonton on the practice roster, has really blossomed into a, a real good quarterback. And uh, he's thrown the ball. He's third in the CFL in passing. Uh, Mike Riley, we know his numbers. He's back on pace now for a 6,000-yard season, which no Eskimo quarterback has ever done before. It's only been done a few times in the CFL uh, as a whole. So he throws the ball well. Uh, yeah, there's the receiving cores are great. The, uh, the running backs are pretty good, especially from an Eskimo standpoint. Interesting night as C.J. Gable comes back to Hamilton to play against the Tiger Cats mm-hmm. in Hamilton uh, for the first time. He's looking forward to that. I think he's coming in with just a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. Isn't <laughs> I, I'm sure. It, that, that could be tricky. Yeah. C.J. Gable with a chip, a chip on, his on his shoulder. shoulder watch absolutely. out. Uh, you talk about the crowds in uh, Hamilton because right down the road in Toronto they're having a hard time appealing to fans but Hamilton still really embraces the CFL. Yeah, they're, they got hardcores here. They got, uh, they got you know, fan groups. They got the Box J boys. They got... Uh, a lot of people who who really it's it's all they have here right it's it's the main focus of attention sporting wise in Hamilton I mean they have the the junior hockey club as well but I mean the Tiger Cats are it I mean and and the stadium is in a great spot it's it's right in the middle of a neighborhood and all the houses have flags up around the neighborhood mm-hmm. there's a lot of really diehard uh, uh, Hamilton Tiger Cat fans and they get they draw about 23,000 yeah. over 23,000 for every home game so far this year so uh, I imagine uh, attendance will be right around there it's kind of interesting. The, the old uh, the old Ivor Wynn Stadium was it, it faced. I don't know what the directions are that we're at here, <laughs> but it faced north south, and this one is east west. They turned it around when they rebuilt it, and there was a couple of houses that uh, at the old stadium they had chairs 
like <laughs> affixed right. to their roof, like they yeah. were boarded to their roof, and they would go up on their roof and watch the football game yeah. from, from awesome. the roof of their homes. They can't anymore because they turned the stadium around and, yeah. the, and the chairs are gone now. But yeah, it's it's a pretty hardcore group of fans here, I think. Well, it looks, uh, any time I've been in Hamilton when the Tiger Cats have been playing, it looks like an episode of uh, The Walking Dead because they're all, you'll see Hamilton fans walking to the stadium mm-hmm. down the street mm-hmm. in, in big numbers and leaving after the game. It's really quite something. Uh, yeah, and well, that's the whole thing, right? It's it's, it's in a neighborhood, right? And yep. there's not a lot of parking around, so uh, they have to they have to walk several blocks to get back to their car, or they walk home, or whatever. So yeah, you, it is like it is like that. I've been out, you know, uh, leaving after games, and you do see a lot of people on the streets. So, <laughs> so what, part what have of, you got coming up in the show? In Hamilton. Yeah, it's, for it's, sure. It's, it's a lot like Edmonton to a certain extent, but they just don't have the LRT across the street. <laughs> uh, yeah. What have you got uh, coming up on the show? Uh, well, we're going to hear from the commissioner. Randy Ambrosi is going to join us uh, on the program tonight, and he'll talk about the new rules, uh, or the new Yay. rule that uh, came into effect today. Not really a, a rule, it's just a, a jigging of the old rules. So uh, all about the touchdown celebrations. I know you guys were talking about it earlier. I heard you guys uh, talking about it earlier, and, and it, it, it's kind of silly, but it's something that had to be addressed, and good on the commissioner for addressing it. Mm-hmm. We're also going to hear from uh, Eskimos general manager Brock Sunderland, who's going to join us as well. Plus, uh, we'll hear from the quarterbacks, although we won't hear much from Jeremy. I'm a soul. He doesn't like to talk much. I mean, it was kind of neat yesterday at, at his uh, media availability. He was asked a question about Johnny Manziel, and I know he's tired of talking about Johnny Manziel, <laughs> but didn't even answer. Just stared at the microphone and then walked out of the room. It was kind of neat and embarrassing all at the same time. Very good. Well, you have a fantastic show tonight. Go Eskimos. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Morley. Thanks, guys. Talk to you later. All right. Take it easy again. The countdown to kickoff starts in about four minutes or so. And kickoff tonight, 5.30. I'll be back tomorrow at uh, 2.30. Diva Q joining me on the show. Ooh, that's always good. Yeah, at uh, 3 o'clock. Julie Mashu's at uh, 3.30. And we'll talk about road rage at 2.30. No raging for Andrew as he heads out on vacation. Yes. Enjoy, my friend. We'll see you in a week. You bet, Jaylen. Uh, have a great week. And uh, all you listeners, be kind. Be kind to Jaylen on the texting line. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.